0: coming in
1: hot literally literally we're coming in hot
0: yeah
1: dude dude how are you uh how you doing with this heat wave little wince
0: i am thankful to have indoors with ac at this point. right yes very grateful for that um but it is not the case for most people and it is brutal out there dude
1: yeah it's crazy it's
0: freaking hot triple digits like in most cities around us i feel
1: yeah that's this southern california heat wave or just the west coast heat wave they said Mm -hmm. when they were saying it sometime like last week like wednesday Mm -hmm. i was like dang like we're in for it yeah (laughs) dude it's sunday Mm -hmm. it's what the third day
2: yeah
1: of it or maybe really the second day of the like hottest times that they said yeah but yeah it's it's crazy because i live closer to the beach than you do Mm -hmm. so here where i'm at it's like i think the highest it got was about 94 Mm -hmm. so then you since not only you have to go up a grade so you go up in elevation and you're more inland a -hmm. little bit yeah Yours is like well at least triple digits. So today, there's home. like a mountain. Yeah.
0: Between us and the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But like, how hot was it over there where you were at? Uh, yeah, at 112 path. today. Damn, peaches oh, and cream. 105. 105?
0: Sorry. Oh, 105. Shit? Sorry. Damn. Yeah, it was 112 in Fillmore. Apparently.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But
0: Just. 105.
1: Ooh. So hot in here. Like that was like that's been the model like all day today. You know, but, like what was cool or sorry to cut you off, but like I did a oh, God,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> excuse me. I uh, did a little workout, you know, earlier in the morning. Nice. Well you no got it, was, it was like in? closer towards the afternoon. But that definitely helped. Like just having a good sweat and then being indoors with AC mm-hmm. it definitely like uh it was a good start to the day. Yeah. You know, it was cool and it I don't really you know, complain about the weather as much. Because mm-hmm. there's more important things to complain about if you want to complain. Exactly, but yeah, it's it, it was still enough to be like, oh yeah, it's it's, it's, it's noticeable different. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You can feel it out there. yeah. And like especially at night is like we're used to at least a 30 te- 30 degree de- temperature drop um, mm-hmm. at night, and it's not been the case. even the 30 that's degrees, true. it's been hot like close yeah, to like at night it's like 80 yeah, 80s here. yeah
1: yeah, that was wild.
0: That's the part that's rough
1: what do you think causes it like causes the heat like I sudden think, uh, heat waves
0: not to get too political but you know, global warming Damn, those, you think those, it's manipulated those uv rays are definitely hitting harder with the ozone layer being probably destroyed at this point holy shit uh, yeah that's it this, we feel the sun more um how do they say i guess more intensely <laughs>
1: exactly yeah yeah that's true with with less layers of protection, yeah, yeah so we tend to feel it. That's like, yeah? the
0: the ice caps are melting. Interesting. The sea levels are rising, and then lakes and all that stuff is drying up. There's no rain. Like it's crazy out here. There's floods, mass yeah. floods. Yeah.
1: So not to like really change the topic on you, but yeah, like when it's hot, and I know you know we've spoken about how much we like the gym, how we like to work out.
2: Yeah.
1: Um when it's hot do you kind of motivate yourself to like experience the heat a little bit more to like get that extra calories or you're just like nah fuck that i'm staying indoors
0: it's funny you mentioned that because literally i think the first day of the heat wave and yeah it was closer to the beach but hot it was still really hot um at the gym outside where we take the HIT classes usually outside so yeah. halfway through the workout i'm thinking we're almost done and we're only halfway through and i have that i was dripping sweat already because of the heat but yeah at the same time it is kind of a detox because people like you know go to the sauna usually post-workout to like kind of burn, like burn off the extra sweat yeah no but like you have to be hydrated though to to be out there but, yeah that's crazy yeah. no but i definitely like i like to get the sweat in nice yeah that's good I felt good
1: yeah for me um like i've played sports my whole life mm-hmm. i've had an active lifestyle for most of my life mm. I could say so you know for me just being as competitive as I was as a kid and then like just having the competitive edge like evolve over time Um and you know kind of mature in a way like mm-hmm. you know know when to be competitive when not shit like that
2: mm-hmm.
1: but just being able to like dif- differentiate that like now at 30 like anytime I can you know burn some calories or like you know do anything I'm gonna take i'm gonna take advantage of it because i mean i'm a construction worker so it's mm-hmm. like there's a lot of downtime yeah so it's like i'll find like a sturdy like stud and i'll just do some pull-ups on it real quick <laughs> and something dumb do some push-ups while i'm waiting subtle but, flex <laughs> exactly right yeah way. Like, but the place where i'm working at um we're just remodeling like one to two bedroom like living units mm-hmm. and so our bathrooms are spread out throughout the community so Right now at the unit that I'm working at, it's not that far where the bathroom is at, but it's you know it's it's a decent walk. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do, just because I like to remain active, I'll do like a light jog. Mm-hmm. You know, so I jogged there mainly because I really had to use the restroom. <laughs> so that's why I was just like, move, move, get out the way. Yeah. But then on my way back, you know, I was just doing a light jog as well, just because you know, same thing. It was it was nice and warm, so I was just like, ah, why not? You know, just get a little little uptick in the heartbeat.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And. Mind you, this is a retirement community, so it's, you know, a bunch of older people. And um, there was one guy, he was making his way out of his porch, and we lock eyes as I'm, you know, jogging towards him. And he's like, young man, if I was younger, i know I'd beat you. Uh, and like, what? in my head, I was like, sir, if you don't come the fuck, I will make you race me right now.
0: It's one thing to comment to a stranger, but it's another thing to insult them in some way. <laughs> but,
1: I, but I don't think it was an insult too. Yeah. Because you know, older people like they they know they're on a leash they're like on a looser leash in a way, uh-huh. as far as like what they can get away with saying. Because oh, they're just old, you know, blah blah uh-huh. blah, you know. But oh, dude, he's lucky. I'm like rehabilitated because <laughs> my hot headed has to be like, oh, dude, sir, excuse me. Like, are you just, like, envious of the brown man right now? Is this a get-out situation? Are you projecting? <laughs> you you trying to switch bodies with me, for? What's going on? But, no, nah, it, it was just cool. Was, I was just funny. like, you know what, sir? Maybe, but I, I'm pretty sure you'd still lose. Aww.
2: But then, like, you know, he was like, ah,
1: whatever, you know, hope you have a good day. But that's oh. always cool. Like, whenever, like, I feel like I can sneak in a little workout, especially if it's hotter, like, yeah. at work. Mm -hmm. Since my job's already physical as it is, it's like, let's add a little more to it.
0: Nice. Yeah. That's why I felt like the double sweat situation, the heat and the workout, yeah, definitely elevates you. You feel like that rush at the end.
1: Definitely motivates you more, too, because at the end of the day, sweating is cooling off your body.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So, you know, as long as you remain hydrated, you're definitely going to be, you know, feeling that sweat a lot more. But it's cool. It's liberating. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Liberating.
1: (laughs) But... um. (laughs) Some of my, like, highlights for the week yeah. was... uh It's kind of immature, but it's funny. You know, like, boys talk. But... So, like, I've been saying that my... My workout routine is starting to get stabilized a lot more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One, because the supplements that I've really been waiting on to try have finally arrived, and, you know, I can... Use them. <laughs> ha- I can use them now and, like, incorporate <laughs> them into the routine that I do want to carry. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And what's cool about it was that... uh I've explained it before, but my mom and I carpool to work. Mm -hmm. So Wednesdays, uh, she likes to go to some meetings, and she just likes to experience it or whatever, just, you know, be a part of it. So I'm just like, all right, cool. There's actually a gym right nearby where you guys are going to be, so I'll go work out while you go do do your thing. thing." And I was like, all right, bet, cool. Mm -hmm. Then we did that. And mind you, you know, at gyms, locker rooms, you know, people, you know, change. Mm -hmm. You know, people of all ages. Yes, they do. Nothing crazy, you know. <laughs> but this is in Santa Barbara. Not to put them on blast, but there <laughs> is a wide demographic at that gym as far as ages go. Uh-huh. Because when I tell you, like, I feel like I witnessed a crime, but I mean, it wasn't a crime. But I was just like, "Hey, I hate crime? No, it was like lewd, like nudity in public or whatever. Oh, it is. because, <laughs> like I said, it's a locker room. Yeah, when you go in there, you know, use the bathroom, wash your hands, change clothes. You know, maybe use the shower. So at some point, you know, you're going to be butt ass naked. And so. Me, all I had to do was just use the restroom, watch my jam, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the workout, I'm walking out and I just see like a ray of sunshine hit me from like the right side of my peripherals, but it wasn't sunshine. It was just, you know, a very pale old (laughs) man. Just butt naked, full, right? So I was just like, okay, I mean.
0: The light was reflecting off his skin?
1: Yeah, I was just bouncing off like crazy. It was like Vans off the wall, man. <laughs> but, Those reflectors. But, uh, exactly, dude, it just hit me in the face. You know, I was just like, whoa. Like I said, it was through my peripheral. Yeah. You know, so I was able to, like, you know, not break my stride of looking forward. And just like, oh, okay, acknowledge it, whatever, because. It is what it is. It is what it is. You know, it's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. But as I'm walking, I take maybe like four or five steps, you know, forward, mm-hmm. passing the old man. And this gym is located near a local high school. Yeah. So when I said there was a wide age demographic, so <laughs> we have literally the elders, and then we have like freshmen, sophomores in high school.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I was just like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah. So I'm walking, right, four or five steps forward, past the old man. And I noticed like, four, like a group of four freshmen, you know, like looking kids.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Three of them, you know, have their back to the old man. They don't know, right? They're like putting on their shoes or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Didn't really notice. But I, what I did notice was one of their kid, one of their friends. Obviously, they had that Edgar haircut. Edgar, Edgar, Edgar. <laughs> the Edgar you know, cut. Felt, felt like on Edgar Patrol. You know? <laughs> but I just see him like his eyes shift from looking at the old man down. He just has his hand over his hand over his face like like just snickering yeah i see that i see that he transmits that to his friends oh dude i fucking lose it when i tell you (laughs) You i lose it like you burst i process like what's going on i'm just like oh dude i just speed walk it out dude i was like dude i have to get out of here I was just like, these little immature ass fools. Look I at mean, these guys. At one
0: point, you were probably like them, right? Oh, I, hands down. Yeah, so it's that's funny true, to just yeah. see that as a, as a grown ass. Whoa, adult.
1: like a full circle moment. And you're like, dude, that's crazy.
0: I remember those days.
1: <laughs> dude, that's so true. Because I remember we were ruthless in junior high. Like, if we found out one of the boys still wore tidy whities as a 7th grader oh dude we're like oh mama's boy My little wow. bitch My little bitch, little boy that's you when know. they
0: really made us change in front of each other why did they make us do that that was weird bro uh
1: maybe I don't speak for the girls but you know maybe for the guys it's just like I mean man. it's
0: by choice yeah but like you couldn't did go in the bathroom did they me like...
1: daughters when I asked <laughs> Oh. Four songs. Dude, when you really, like, listen back to some of these songs, Fox. these are wild.
0: Bull. Yeah, that was pretty wild, if you ask me. <laughs> dude, that was
1: straight up be a man energy.
0: Very much prominent in the Middle East, too. Not only... Uh, Still, huh? Yeah, yeah. East. It's very Eastern.
1: Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Dude. But speaking of your, uh, like, you just spoke about your culture. mm mm-hmm. So, hopefully, something similar happens in the Arab culture, but... Here in the Latino culture, especially yeah. in the Mexican culture, for some reason, right, when it's hot as shit, mm-hmm. like this heat wave that we're currently experiencing, Latina moms, something compels them to, you know what, I'm going to make a hot-ass soup on this hot-ass day. <laughs> yeah. Son, vete a la tienda y make chile. Go to the store, give me some chilies and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like... This sounds like soup. Whoa, this, this sounds like soup ingredients. Am I <laughs> wrong? And she's like, well, it hydrates you and it's, you know, nutrient-filled. And I'm like, yeah, but it's hot.
0: Beauty is like, pain.
1: So it's Pedialyte. Yeah. And you can drink that cold. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I was just like, no, you're really going to find that stereotype, mom, right Today. now? Today. Right
0: now? Today. But, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> That's funny, No, Yeah, we do, too. Uh... Well, it's just a dish that, honestly, in my personal opinion, should be meant for winter consumption because it is very much comforting. But it's a hot dish, like with rice. And then, uh, like, a very uncommon thing is that uh, we use yogurt in a savory dish. So we flavor it with, like, s- savory seasonings and whatnot. Uh, it's called mensef, and they eat it with lamb.
1: So, like, and it's when you say well, like, sorry to interrupt, but when you say yogurt, so are you uh, talking like, like Greek yogurt or are you talking like sour cream?
0: so my mom mixes it it's traditionally it's called jameed which mm. like they they actually they extract the milk and stuff but they harden it into this somewhat dense like condensed kind of salty milk product cheese huh. almost okay. but they cook it in a stew with yogurt like they'll do half and half Interesting. have like a nice thick consistency but it is savory yeah um and yeah they'll cook it with lamb traditionally. And sometimes even put like uh, that bread. It's kind of like non, but thinner underneath, so that people eat with their hands.
2: But oh, yeah, okay.
0: It is always the summertime that they decide to make these dishes, man. And they really put you <laughs> out. Like you have to plan ahead of time that you take a nap afterwards, or yeah, you have dude, like a coffee. Carb-heavy. Yeah, coffee immediately after to make sure that you don't doze off the rest of the day.
1: Dude, that that's crazy. That was a
0: struggle, especially when we we're invited to places. Out in the Middle East, like my aunts, my uncles, it was always a hot summer day. They'd cook that, and then we like struggled to stay a part of the conversation Mm -hmm. with the family because we'd be like, food coma. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. You guys do that too.
1: Yeah, it's it's a wild experience when it happens because it's like we've I've given you shit so many times on so many different occasions. Why is it? Why? Why do you still do it? And, I mean, bless our moms, you know. I'm always grateful for everything that she has done. Yeah. But, I mean, Mom, we got to stop with this. You know, we stop.
0: we we're we're talking, to... We were talking smack about the soup being made, but the soup's always bomb, you know what I mean? The food's I always mean, good. I mean, does
1: it ever go bad? It no. never goes wrong.
0: <laughs> it doesn't go bad.
1: <laughs> who's, who's, I don't hear you complaining when you're eating it. You know exactly. what I'm saying?
0: Exactly. But, you know, it's a struggle.
1: <laughs> it really is. It really is as a, as a, a kid. First,
0: a first world problem, if you will.
1: Dude, I'm telling you have you watched anything good on Netflix like with this heat obviously you know like you trap yourself inside Inside. with the AC so it's almost like a rainy day in Mm -hmm. a way you can kind of treat it where it's like dude I ain't going outside it's hot I'm gonna bump this AC Mm
2: -hmm.
1: put my hair up all up in a messy bun you know Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but how does how does Drake say it like hair hair up with no makeup on or something like that chilling chilling with no makeup on yeah or whatever yeah but I like, can't
0: remember the lyrics.
1: Yeah, neither can Oops, I right now. Excuse our highness. Excuse our That's highness. That's iconic
0: Drake line, but Seriously. I can't recall. Oops, Oops. What fans but, uh, are we? Man.
1: But yeah, like, have you watched anything cool recently yeah. on Netflix? Well,
0: uh, what was it called? The, uh, the Manti Teo?
1: That's right. Documentary? Or right. we the two-part They They told us thing? about it, and then, yeah, we both watched it. That's yeah. right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was... So for anyone that doesn't know, Manti Teo has a Netflix a two episode documentary called Untold. And just to give some background, you know, you guys can go watch it yourselves. It's a great, great documentary, but it's pretty much about this very, very talented Hawaiian linebacker from I think he was a senior in like two thousand nine or something like that, two thousand eight. And just a beast. In everything, in every regard of football, he was just a monster. But his specialty was linebacker. Mm -hmm. So stopping the run, being in coverage, getting interceptions, stuff like that. And when he started his collegiate career at Notre Dame, Mm -hmm. which ended up being four years of just stellar football, especially his senior season, he put up crazy numbers because two things motivated him. The passing of his grandmother from cancer... And his girlfriend at the time, who passed away as well, who ended up being fake the whole time. And he ended up pretty much being the first national case, I would say, of catfishing before catfishing was real. Yeah. Or, or before it was a thing. Before it was, it was, it was like, as prominent as it is today. Exposed, as something to like, hey, you know what, be careful. Mm-hmm. You know, because like in 2012, we weren't really being warned by people, hey, you might be getting catfish. Yeah. Because... Like, how do you MT- know who MTB's you're talking to It the person? didn't come out until, like, 2012 or 2013. Like, later 2012. Yeah. And so, Manti was really, like, this first open case where, like, we could follow it every day and be like, dude, what?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How, how are you so naive, man? Like, mm-hmm. you can't be stupid. Like, yeah. <laughs> per- huh? You know? Yeah. But then the documentary pretty much just dives into it, and they f- have the interview... Pretty much half of it is a good person of the of the person that um, that catfished Manti, mm-hmm. you know. And so, what nine years now later from the the year when it happened, it's just a cool story of just how Manti, you know, rebounded from that. He opens up about you know the struggles, and the biggest takeaway was really was just like, if you truly want something,
2: mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah.
1: Regardless of what kind of obstacles are said to you or put in front of you, pursue through it. Yeah. You truly want it. Get it. And it's crazy because, you know, really, because what he's only two years older than us.
2: Yeah. If that one year. He was a
1: senior when we were sophomores. Mm -hmm. So at least for me, I was able, I was keeping up with it in real time back then because, well, I'm a big, well, I'm not a big college football fan, but when there's a prominent, you know, matchup going on, I'll definitely tune in. Mm-hmm. But, when Notre Dame was doing that, we were like, oh shit, like I'm a USC fan. So it's, it's fuck Notre Dame all the time. So when, Manti went there, we were like, oh shit, like they actually made something. But then they choked in the National Championship game. But, it's besides the point. <laughs> um, But yeah, check that, check that documentary out, because, it's just, it's wild. It's wild it what is. he went through, and how he rebounded, and where he is now, and, mm-hmm. I think for me like what impacted me the most was like seeing his family go through it how his parents were suffering through it and that's wild that was
0: hard to see yeah well it's like like you said it's like how did you not realize and my biggest question was like yeah seeing like the people in his life admit like yeah you know we we heard him talk about her like this and like he'd only it'd only been like long distance he never met her Um, I think she diverted trying to meet him a few times, right? It's like, but nobody ever really confronted him. Like, hey, like, don't you think that this is kind of fishy? Like, and like you said, he was super successful. He had everything going for him.
1: Everything going for him. Yeah.
0: It could have been lost in one big instance.
1: Just straight up. Years of
0: academy training (laughs) wasted. Just down the drain. Exactly.
1: Oh, whoops. Drop my hydro flask, people. You know. Flex, cause I can afford it. Flex. Oh my! God. I'm kidding. Oh.
0: Gotta stay hydrated, cause it's a heat wave. It is. it's a heat
1: wave, man. <laughs> you know, I know it's fu- is hot outside. We're bringing this fire episode. I gotta stay hydrated while delivering this fire, man.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so yeah, like you said, like he he did it really in the beginning. It showed that faith and family were like two huge pillars in his life. Faith,
1: family, football,
0: and football, exactly. Yeah. So like it's it was just uh, it's just crazy that he went so blindsided into it like and it's it's really true that like you don't know who's on the other side of the screen these days it's just more and more of like of a thing now but social media really took off maybe in 2012 like I think it just took off when we grew up in general like Facebook and all that was like what early 2000s or yeah, what yeah because
1: yeah well Facebook was really prominent like mid 2000s because they took over uh, MySpace.
0: Right. The, Towards yeah, like 2009 was... or
1: 10 probably. Mm-hmm. And then Instagram I think to my knowledge became popular like 2013.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No not mm-hmm. even
1: no earlier than that. I
0: had an account before Like then. 19
1: I think when we were 19 years old. So that was mm-hmm. what? 20
0: 2011? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah so it's yeah it was just wild just how how young the internet was in the form of social media.
2: hmm
1: Where if it were to happen today mm-hmm it would be a lot worse but then again you gotta remember they mm-hmm. memes also came out about him. yeah you know, like the tae thing where people would like take a picture of themselves and put their arm around an imaginary girlfriend like it was it was brutal it was harsh yeah and so yeah go check it out because it's it's a crazy story
0: yeah that was definitely an interesting one to see especially
1: just like like just the whole just that person in general that God, mm-hmm. it's just it's wild dude
0: i know it, it's like somebody else was also projecting their like whatever they were going through onto someone else and then so many people paid for it like t- technically if you want to get real the nfl paid for it <laughs> i mean we're not the nfl the college league i guess no not
1: even that his family paid for it financially oh
0: everyone because paid for that
1: his draft stock Mm-hmm. dropped drastically when that whole scenario was going on because mm-hmm. in the first round if you're selected in the first round you get a specific amount of money mm-hmm. you're at least guarant- guaranteed at least close to a million to mm-hmm. one million dollars is guaranteed money mm-hmm. as a rookie in the first year con- in the if you're drafted in the first round
0: mm-hmm. and what was he what draft he ended he was- up
1: being the sec- a second round pick, so like 38th or something like that overall so he ended up being the sixth overall pick Oof. of the second round, mm. and the money is drastically different if you get drafted in the second. It's, I wouldn't say it's almost half. It's like a but tier It's, it's like it's like from, you know seventy five percent of what a first round maker, first rounder would make.
0: Seventy five percent less. Yeah, it's that crazy. That is
1: insane because it's all based How, on that's your value, so disproportionate on your, on your projected value. That that's is what it so is.
0: disproportionate.
1: Yeah, so like not to get too crazy, but like that's why like my Eagles. Uh-huh. You know, fly, eagles, fly, we're poised uh-huh. on paper to have a great season. Yeah. Because we were able to, or not we, <laughs> the general he manager. He said we. I'm sorry, I get excited. He's sad, part get, of the team, guys. get excited, I get excited, all right? <laughs> make a spot, make a you
0: spot. You know what I'm saying? It's
1: like, it's only game. It's yeah. only game. Why <laughs> yeah. do you have to be mad? Sorry, we? What, I told what are you, you don't, doing? don't come after my teams or else. You're going to cry. Gonna you know, you're going to cry. You're going to cry.
0: You yeah. <laughs> know? Oh, a knee slapper. But, um, that was a knee slapper.
1: No, so the reason why um, the Eagles have been able to construct such a really good team on paper is because of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. The most important guy on the team is still on a rookie contract mm-hmm. who was drafted in the second round. Oh. So that means, cool, we have taken care of the most important position at such a cheap price oh. for such great value of a player. Let's spend the rest of the money that could have been his, and let's spend it on weapons for him to use because he's so great yeah so it's flexibility but then the business big question wise, comes business-wise yeah. yes yeah. so then the question comes all right once that rookie deal expires how much money are we going to be able to give our guy yeah that's our guy that's the quarterback you, you gotta still have take to care pay him back
0: when yeah when it's due
1: exactly and so yeah, it's uh, it's money is a Risky crazy business. thing in the NFL, and so for Manti, I mean, it sucks because that person that did him dirty, that catfished him that whole time, could have cost him generational wealth.
0: A lot. I mean, and he deserved at least a it. Good amount of it. From what I could tell, his character was well deserved.
1: He came, He's the eldest sibling. Yeah, you know, the first of seven. I think they said, or first of six. Um, but then again, too, do you think like him being the eldest, not having like an older sibling like to look up to you think that kind of played into like the naiveness of him like you know falling into the catfish thing y-
0: yes and no because it seemed like he had a good relationship with his dad unless his dad really just wanted him to focus on football and didn't expect him to get into a relationship like maybe he just never had that the conversation with him I don't know actually I mean his father figure seemed very supportive in his life like yeah, I don't his, see why he yeah, wouldn't at least go to his dad one of, like
1: one of a kind for sure
0: so that's why I'm like thinking like how deep into it was he that did he He said he had lied, maybe, about meeting her to his parents, I think. Yeah, he said he, said he
1: had met her or something but he like didn't. that, but he hadn't. No.
0: Which was, yeah, it was like, uh, I guess I can understand, though. I don't know. He said that they were too close in culture, that he kind of, like they said, they even let down some boundaries because they felt like they knew her. That's
1: right. Yeah, the parents said that. Yeah. But the, Rania,
0: yeah. yeah, I mean. That
1: dude, or that person now. played
0: several different characters <sighs> dude, in this. It was... Like her brother the brother Like the dad, we won't we won't
1: give or, up yeah. much more but yeah, yeah. just go go ahead and check it out. People Man. untold. Yeah on Netflix. It's crazy. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Toxic. Toxic as heck.
1: Have you ever been catfished?
0: Me personally, no. Um, but I would say like if we would put it on a scale, catfishing is probably the most toxic thing you could possibly do like i would say like there's one there's a bit of catfishing and it's like oh okay like i'm putting a filter you know but i really have like problems with my body or whatever you're trying to like perfect your image online
2: mm-hmm.
0: which you know to each their own but then there's like to that extent that you're in a relationship with someone yeah. and they spend money on you or money yeah. is invested time is invested emotions is probably the hardest part because i feel like emotions drive most relationships these days course once you mess with someone's feelings like that i feel like it's just crossing a line toxic is yeah toxic is toxic catfishing is
1: really really toxic so like if if there was a scale of toxic like catfish would be like towards like the deep end of like absolutely
0: i i think so unless would, would you think there would be anything else that would hurt you like how would you feel if someone catfished you like manti uh manti Manti, Manti. sorry, I I, Uh, keep mispronouncing his name. So
1: are we talking like the circumstances? Because it's a big spoiler if we give it away, but we're going to give it away anyway. But the person that catfished Manti ended up, at least now present day, identifies as a transgender woman. Mm -hmm. And your question is, how would I feel (laughs) if I was catfished by a transgender woman? Yeah, because
0: I know you were like big into football, kind of in the same...
1: I you mean, know? I wasn't, I wasn't, I was on the same projected field yeah. career as Manti, but no, I enjoyed my time in the football field. No,
0: know. So yeah. but yeah. I mean, if you put him yourself in his shoes, how mm-hmm. would you feel as a dude? How would you have responded? Because I feel like he did have a very mature response to it all, being in the public and even afterwards. <laughs> how yeah. would you
1: feel? So, I mean, I'll start it off with a joke. <laughs> so people, all right, hold on. I like dark humor, okay? <laughs> jokes are meant to be Jokes if it offends you, well, hey, it's not a funny joke. That's all it is. It's, <laughs> it's a not joke. directed to hurt you. If it's, it's not funny,
0: it's not funny but, to you. Yeah,
1: dude, if I got, if I was catfished, you know, by a transgender woman, like, I mean, yeah, it's fucked up. Like, you're fucking with someone's <laughs> mentals, bro. I know. So, like, at that point, I'm like, hey, like, what do you call a group of transgender women? The X Men. <laughs> kill them all. Kill all the mutants. Like, obviously, I don't wish that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not, I don't, not I
2: don't one shall it, live.
1: The exact, but I'm just like, <laughs> just I'm, I would be, like, filled with that anger. Like, oh, my, I got got? Yeah. I would mainly be mad of the fact that I got catfished. Yeah. Secondary, if it happens to be a transgender woman, well, shit. Okay, well, hey, at least I'm still attractive. Somebody.
0: Right. <laughs> can get worse. thought you were worthy.
1: Exactly. But it's... That whole like identification—that's you know not something I would worry about. But mm-hmm. these X Men, you know, they're <laughs> just—they
0: uh, be bamboozling.
1: Well, I mean, then again, too—that's that's hurt people just hurting people. Yeah, hurting other people, hurt people, hurt people. But yeah, that's at least for me, you know, like coming from you know a competitive um, upbringing as far as like sports um, in high school, or mm-hmm. you know, playing with my friends or playing with my siblings. You know, I definitely had that type of machismo where it's like, no, I got to be the toughest in order to win and all that, blah, blah, blah. But as I got older and, you know, matured and all that, I was like, oh, okay, no, that's that's just secondary.
2: Mm-hmm. First thing is
1: just, you know, just how you deal with it and like how you expose how you're dealing with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, would I be mad? Fuck yeah. But yeah. I mean, if it ends up being, you know, a transgender person, uh, well, shit.
0: They had something going on, some identity issues. Something. That they were dealing with. and Crazy. Yeah, the internet just gave them an open field, I guess, for people, like, even not transgender, I guess, anybody, yeah. male or fem- female, or any identifying peoples.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But at this point, I think it's time to, uh, I think it's appropriate to introduce our listeners to uh, today's episode theme of, uh, welcome to TA, <laughs> Toxic Anonymous.
2: <laughs> 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 My name today. is Lean, and I am
0: Toxic <laughs>
1: Hello, my name is Irvin, and I'm a toxic as fool. Hello, Irvin. You know what I'm saying? Hi, but, Irvin. <laughs> but what me and Lil Wings are going to dive in today is uh, just toxicity in general. You know, toxicity and friendships, mm-hmm. family, um, the way we see it, how we were able to identify it through our lenses, Yeah. and, you know, how we rebound from it, how we still sometimes fall in the pitfalls of being toxic and and just sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy this toxic ass behavior. <laughs> oh, yo, I am really toxic, but not anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh. I am still healing, but still kind of toxic.
1: <laughs> Dude, seriously.
0: <laughs> I am trying to heal. <laughs>
1: It's like, how no one will ever be perfect. No one will ever be completely healed, I feel like. Yeah. Because you can learn something new every day about how you deal with, how you, like, go about dealing with something you think you're a pro at. Yeah. And then it just switches up on you.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. But... I mean, it just goes, it goes to say, like, trying to heal and, like, staying maybe in the environment where that made you toxic isn't healthy or with a person or in a friend group, or whatever it may be, if you're trying to heal and you're still around those things, it can definitely be a challenging situation. Yes, those are things that are choices or circumstances, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's an obstacle to still wake up and choose, say, hey, like, I want to be different, you know?
1: Try me, bitch. (laughs) Exactly.
0: I couldn't have said it better. You know what I'm saying? You know, they'd be trying me. (laughs) Every day, I feel like, especially for people like us, healing or in that process of, like, you know, I do want to face some things that I realize are issues, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was saying.
1: <laughs> Excuse her, Highness. <laughs> no, you mean
0: well. to help me out now? <laughs>
1: um, no, what I was going to dive into was, because uh, we already spoke about how toxic we believe catfishing is. Yeah. I was going to ask you, so as a pair of 30-year-olds, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen and experienced and exposed and acted on certain toxic behaviors.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Where would you say you experienced or saw the most toxic behavior in your home versus in your like friends or like social group yeah. settings?
0: Um well, since we already prefaced this is like pretty sensitive information, right? So without saying too much. Yeah, exactly. Being you a little know, ambiguous. And respectful
1: um, to the you to know, the people the involved. facts and yeah. to the people that we're referring to. Yes. Your
0: uh, yeah, just quick um side note little NDA yeah NDA.
1: (laughs) don't go out there trying to sue me you know
0: I said sorry okay we don't have
1: the millions yet right but we're gonna have them soon
0: no we're not we're not gonna get too deep like that into it but I, I would say it definitely started off at home with me just for like the environment I felt like I was in um it's different like growing up as we mentioned in our previous episode like as an immigrant in outside in the U.S. um kind of like closer to community more than family than anything but there's like things that you experience in the home that you can't really really relate to other people and like talk about so it was just like kind of living in some kind of darkness and like i don't know (laughs) oh shit the tears
1: hello darkness my
0: old friend
1: (laughs) something like that right
0: (laughs) exactly um but yeah i feel like uh, being in those times where you kind of have to accept what things were without addressing them if that makes any sense like like kind of were... like
1: sweeping it under the rug exactly after it happens.
0: not addressing things uh, kind of being passive kind of being like acting like everything was okay and usually sometimes it wasn't you know just, just to be frank and so that i definitely think seeped into my current even life which are probably the biggest demons i have yet to face is like I'm really bad at like communicating so or like I guess keeping up with communication like yeah. keeping in touch with people yada yada and then also like yeah I'm pretty passive in the sense that like sometimes I don't really care if my needs are met or not like I kind of just she like I, <laughs> I give and then I don't expect to get and like sometimes people think that that's like a little bit passive it does yeah. does that make sense mm-hmm. it does yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah those are like two things but then yeah at, at home I definitely feel like there were things that could have been addressed and they never were. I guess relationship-wise, didn't have like, a, I guess an ideal role model situation of like a parent dynamic should go, which is like should...
1: how how a relationship should be and all that.
0: Exactly, and you know, I think a lot of people our age, our generation, definitely felt like we we had that theme of divorce or single parenthood too, so that was like prominent in our you know upbringing. <laughs>
1: Yeah. A chest dog.
0: <laughs> Excuse the dog.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say for me it was uh it was probably at the home as well because I mean to be completely frank, I come from a dysfunctional family, as I believe everyone does, to some extent everyone has dysfunctions in the family. Yeah. And would so to- so toxic behaviors, right? I feel like that's kind of like an umbrella. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a lot of different behaviors that can I guess in can be interpreted to mm-hmm. be toxic I ask you do you think being petty is a toxic behavior
0: oh yeah I that's mean, what
1: that's what my family were we were very petty against each other like growing that's kind of passive aggressiveness we were we are a passive aggressive bunch yeah yeah
0: I feel like yeah that that does kind of lie under toxic just because it's like you're not really addressing it you're addressing it but in a way that's still like saying that you don't think that you're wrong But you want to project it onto someone else.
1: Like for example, like this isn't like an actual example that happened in my family, but this is like kind of like some circumstances, Uh you know, of how we would expose or you know just showcase some petty behavior. Mm -hmm. So let's say you know we're playing a round of lotería, right? And if you play lotería, right, you play with some money, you know, you put a dollar, five dollars, you know, put some money down. So, you know, gambling, you know, it always gets antsy and with the family, you know, there's gonna be emotions, it might may or may be some alcohol there, mm-hmm. some other vices. Yeah. But um yeah, you know, let's just say for example, like once you guys finish playing, you know, one person like ends up owing you like five dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh damn, Model got it right now, this and that. Mind you, this is before Zell, this is before Venmo, this is before anything where That's you your could word. just like
2: yeah, yeah
1: exactly, we is just bond back then mm-hmm. in the nineties. We're like, all right, whatever. So maybe like two, three hours later, we all go to Blockbuster, mm-hmm. and this person pulls out a $20 bill to rent their video game or their movie, whatever it is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, uh, excuse me, you owe me $5. Your total is $12, <laughs> so give me $5 back. Yeah. No, 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 it's fine. You'll get it later. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay, bet. So I'll just always bring it up. Mm-hmm. When they're eating... But oh yeah that, that's about like five dollars worth of a cereal bowl right there that you served <laughs> like I'll just say stupid things like that and I'll just keep bringing it up bringing it up bringing it up until mm-hmm. you pay me back <laughs> like that's that's one of my I guess you could say toxic behaviors I is see that, at least back then mm-hmm. now now it's like well you're an adult we had an agreement you'd pay me
2: mm-hmm.
1: unless it gets outlandish as far as the time frame that you haven't paid me I won't say shit mm-hmm. I'm not gonna hound you yeah we're both adults, mm-hmm. you know. You, I think so. We, we had an agreement. Fulfill it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I would say definitely for like in my family, we're definitely petty and we we used to hold grudges a lot. So
0: you'd say your toxicity started off from the family,
1: mm-hmm. your, your behaviors. I mean, like they say, you know, your family them? or your home is like your first teachings of, of life.
0: The first seven years of life are the most impressionable. So whatever environment you actually grow up in is going to reflect that way. Yeah later on
1: but, um, um, i was gonna say though
0: yeah. are there two do you want to mention any demons or toxic traits right now that you're trying to face i guess trying to heal from hmm. as a what did you call it, uh retired oh, or re- rehabilitated
1: no, I'm, a, I'm a rehabilitated asshole <laughs> <laughs> no man because it's like when you go through your first heartbreaks you go through your first getting cheated on moments or whatever yeah you're going to develop toxic traits because you're gonna be mad and sad at the same time, and that doesn't make a good person.
0: So you're so the. T- I sorry to cut you off. Just mm-hmm. to stay on to the question yeah. I asked you. So your toxic traits that you are de- dealing with now are from your relationships that hurt you. Yes. Not to say your family, like um, or not to be like like no, that. No, because you know what I
1: mean. I would like to say I'm like eighty-eight to like ninety percent healed with the family stuff. Like I know. What it what is? What my family brings.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I know what to expect of them, but at the same time, I know what not to expect of them after. Like said, you know. Failed problems go through or whatever, but you know how it is with family. It. It's you.
2: Yeah.
1: You know that's your blood.
0: Yeah.
1: You're always gonna count on them, so. Um. They experience
0: life in a different lens too.
1: Exactly. Too. Yeah. So it's like it's not always. They're not always gonna be on the same page with you. Absolutely. Not. But there's certain moments where it's like well I just come on just right now yeah you know exactly but yeah definitely my uh I would say now my toxic traits have been derived from relationships rather than my family mm-hmm. because at least with the relationships individually with my family members it's pretty good for the most part mm-hmm. it's not as destructive as it used to be we're all in different mind spaces we're all evolved and mm-hmm. you know dealt with our shit in our ways and yeah Whether it be constructive or not, we've all gotten past it. Yeah. And we're all in a good space. Mm -hmm. But yeah, my toxic traits are definitely from like relationships just because no one taught me that. Yeah. Except life. You know, there's not a manual or an experience someone can tell you that's going to be like, yeah, that's exactly how it went for me. Nah. It ain't Mm -hmm. always going to be like that. Mm -hmm. But like, I I think one toxic trait of mine is. um, Let's see. I play around like I'm jealous but I'm really not (laughs) but people I guess I play it off really well that I'm jealous but it's like I'm really not because for example if I end up dating someone right now at 30 years old
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm going in with the expectation like if you wanted to mess around just say it up front Mm
2: -hmm.
1: maybe I'll be down maybe I won't Mm -hmm. but if you want a relationship all right, cool I know what mind frame to be in let me check it. Let me see if it's if I would like to have that with you.
2: Right.
1: You know? So now at thirty it's like I will date with purpose. <laughs> Back then in the city boy days, oh, I was just <laughs> dating just for the action. Yeah. You know, like fresh off heartbreaks. Mm. That's when toxic behaviors are like at the peak.
0: You say you, you say sometimes impulsive. you fight those urges still? It's,
1: well, I wouldn't say they're urges now. Mm. Um
0: or temptations, I've seen.
1: Exactly because I've. It is a choice. You I've, could if you, you wanted know, to. Exactly, I've acted on them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In my younger days, now it's like, ah, I know what to expect. It's cool. Right. I know I know what comes of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, toxic behaviors. I guess you could say I care too much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you care too um, much. nah, but to be honest, like I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but I just just right now, I can't really think of a toxic trait because I joke a lot. Yeah. Every, I. I try to. I guess maybe that is a toxic trait. I try to play things ah, off as a joke. So like, if you whoa. come at, like, if I were to see, uh, say for example, like my significant other, she comes home, and I see they're all mad, whatever. Oh, I'll go and push her buttons. I don't give a fuck.
0: It, oh, oh, I'm gonna push them. Oh, like so,
1: it's like, oh, come on, dude, really? You mm-hmm. know, like stuff like that.
0: You're gonna make a joke out of it when usually that's not always received as the most appropriate thing. To exactly.
1: Do. It's like. Yeah. I just had a bad day, but I'm like, oh, tell me about that bitch. Be yeah. Like,
0: oh, really? It was bad. How oh, yeah. bad was oh, yeah. it? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. My tone, you yeah. know, my my tone of voice, oh. my delivery isn't always the best. I'd be like, oh yeah, you had a bad day. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. too bad. What are you doing? Tell oh, me about it. Oh, crying about you your know? nails? <laughs> <I'm> gonna cry. <laughs> yeah. you gonna cry?
0: No, no. That's that's actually a really wow. You just had like I my mind exploded as you said that because it's true. I feel like there is a point where maybe you make jokes. To kind of uh, cope in a way with like I don't know, you know what I'm talking about. It's kind of like I don't want to have... finish your thought no, for you. I, but... I kind of see
1: what you're saying, and I yeah. I think I'll connect it right now. Yeah. Is that my whole like half glass full type of mentality? I'd rather I'd rather deal with the pain humorously than sulkingly,
0: or like complaining, exactly. or whining. It's like, ah,
1: shit. Well, hey, I hate shit. It happens, you know. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, I guess, you know, I choose to look at it in a funny way, in a funny lesson. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not be sad because I've, I used to be a very emotional person, you know, I when was I say. was very emotional when I was, what, how does my mom say, it? emotionally immature? Yeah. Um. You know, I was very, I very favored my impulsive urges. If cutting someone off on the freeway felt like the right thing to do, boom, you Marty did it. Did it. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that stupid stupid little egotistical things of a young
0: impulsive things. of a young
1: fatherless man mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's literally what it is you know yeah reckless and so, exactly reckless asshole <laughs> so then that's why like i say like i'm re- I, I joke around saying that i'm rehabilitated because i've gone through certain things in my life where it's like okay we can we can flip the we can flip the the thought process a little bit you know mm-hmm. it's okay we've We've had enough ex- examples happen in our life to, you know, flip it a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's a fun journey, though, because I, re- like, I notice toxic behavior now, and it just makes me laugh, dude. Because it's like, damn, <laughs> I've been <did> there,
0: for <laughs> He hurt you. Dude,
1: like, remember? <laughs> I look at
0: those hurt people, and I see myself in them, and I'm like, man, who hurt you?
1: <laughs> like, those TikToks where it's like, um, you know, my girlfriend was late to work this morning because I didn't wake her up. That's my fault, and I should have taken an account to set her alarms before mine. <laughs> or just like another like one where it was just like, 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 yeah, you know, she got a ninety-five out of a hundred. That's my fault because I didn't help her study to know those five <laughs> questions that weren't on the test. <laughs> like, damn! But it's like, it's not just women hmm. being toxic. You know, it's men do their fair share as well. And oh, yeah. I mean, I'm running out the boys. No, and We're I'm just speaking on known behaviors. Yeah, and.
0: Well aware, but
1: hey, <laughs> who do you think whose savagery do you think hits different? Whose mm-hmm. toxicity hits different? Mm-hmm. The males or the females? Who hit? Oof. Who's who goes about it more savagely? Would you say?
0: Um, nothing will be being a female. Honestly, female on female savagery, it's like terrible. Like the toxic behavior amongst women is very much a thing.
1: Hey yo, what
0: the fuck? Yeah not to
1: go off on a tangent, but mm-hmm. I firmly believe that is why the WNBA isn't as as successful as it could be.
0: Mm-hmm. What because women don't support each other? They don't
1: go to it. Yeah. Like you you see the arenas they play in, they can at least house fifteen thousand people. Mm-hmm. Minimum. In arena?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Minimum at least fifteen thousand.
0: I don't know the demand on watching and sports. When
1: you when for you women, watch the stands like at a WNBA game, it's like maybe two thousand people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like, dude, where's the support? I know. Like if if women are like, not to go on a tangent, but mm-hmm. if women were so adamant on like equal equality and all that, go support your women in action. Then mm-hmm. go sell out the arena. I'll go with you. I love basketball, yeah. regardless if it's W or not. Yeah, I love basketball is basketball. Mm -hmm. but it's like
0: okay ally
1: you know what I'm saying (laughs) you know just a little bit you know yeah claps for Irvin but you know at the same time it's like y'all gotta show up for them too
0: yeah well that's the thing is like growing up as a girl it's like there's a point in your friendship that you realize that they're trying to one up you because girls realize oh boys are around oh boys like me
1: dude that brings up a good point for me but yeah
0: because like then like beauty starts to be a thing you start to worry about how you look like. And then you compare yourself to the other girls. And then, like, for me, you know, <laughs> I didn't get exposed to makeup or, like, bras or shaving or stuff like that. You know, like, regular things here, like, that are normal. But in our culture, they're not. You know, it's just what it is. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, st- small things like that were always so different for me growing up as a girl. And, like, I always felt like there was a need to conform. And I hated that. So I immediately from a young age I stick to a few friends and kind of just steered away from trying to be be like the the one that's part like a sheep, if you will. Yeah. Goal
1: I never shit right yeah. there. Shepherd shit right yeah. there. SS. <laughs> the good kind. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, no, and not again, not to toot my horn. I still have not my to clap
1: my own cheeks, nothing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs>
0: I did really, I did really. But, we I smoke, mean, we laugh
1: and learn things. <laughs> people is what we do. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, excuse your highness. Does
1: but um, but those, yeah, no,
0: like, so, yeah. so yeah, Continue. I, I chose to select my few friends that I knew were loyal and trustworthy and good friends to me that reciprocated, you know, that were genuine, that did not care about any of that. And because as soon as the group gets bigger, there's three or there's four. Oh my goodness. Like they're talking about each other. They're talking about this Who and that. Are you they change. It's like it's like I felt like they changed right in front of me. All my friends changed when I got older. So toxic. It happens, yeah. Yeah, I feel like with women, it's brutal. And Dude. It, but girls that get bullied in high school. I mean, dis, body dysmorphia or like uh, what did it say? Eating disorders. Not yeah. to get too deep into it, but that all stems from that toxic limits. things like that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. Dude, what I was gonna say. So, when you spoke about girls and using beauty standards and all that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I think I figured out how a manipulator or, like, a toxic person mm-hmm. makes friends.
0: Did I spark a...
1: I think you, you made a connection that to, like, a <laughs> oh, year-long sad. theory that I've had. Uh-huh. So, if you think about it, right? Sixth grade, at least the way it worked in Santa Barbara County, where mm-hmm. I went to elementary school... Mm-hmm. um sixth grade was still considered the last, it was still considered the last grade from elementary school, and then seventh and eighth is junior high, Nine through twelve is high school. You
0: transferred schools for junior high?
1: No, I stayed at the same one. Oh,
0: that's good.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Shout out Glita Valley. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so. Sixth grade? Sixth grade, you know, you're like, what, twelve? You know, twelve, eleven? You start really, really forming your identity as far as like, Mm, I'm a jock, I'm a cool guy, I'm a this and that, I'm the class clown, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You really start forming your identity. And your cliques. Exactly. And so for me, I was neither popular, but I was a nobody either. I wasn't a nobody. Like, people knew me. Like, the people that knew me and, like, fucked with me, like, they're like, oh, shit, what's up, uh, this and that, mm-hmm. whatever. But by no strengths was I popular. Mm-hmm. I, just, I was just cool with the people I was cool with, just mm-hmm. like how you said. Yeah. And I wouldn't say I was more woke than my fellow classmates but coming from a single mom upbringing and really my mom like being you know just fucking evolving you know mm-hmm. being a single mom at 33 of 3 kids
2: mm-hmm.
1: I mean dude that's that's a motherfucker to keep your sanity yeah and so she was always full of wisdom mm-hmm. always she was always constantly learning so to this day she finds a way to learn things every day mm-hmm. she's like oh yeah I heard a, I heard a podcast about like chemical fusing today Mm -hmm. what the fuck (laughs) what the fuck are you trying to do walter white (laughs) you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but um so growing up i would see like interactions right i would notice certain like you were a
0: people watcher or fly on the wall as they say
1: i wouldn't even say that but it's like
0: wallflower it was
1: Mm -hmm. social interactions i had Mm -hmm. so like I mean, not to clap my own cheeks, but I wasn't i wasn't ever really like an ugly kid, but I wasn't the hottest either. You know, I was mid, you know, yeah. I was middle of the pack. You know, I had my braces, you know, this and that, Same. but I never had acne. Praise the Lord. My acne was all on my back. It was never on my face. So that's, yeah, that's That was a blessing.
0: That is a blessing.
1: And so, you know, the cute girls, you know, I would have some, I'd be cool with them, you know, and, you know, the, the regular girls, I mean, for lack of a better term, but. You know, like back then in the two thousands, you know, skinny. You know, that there was, was a like, certain image there that was, was a accepted. You know? Image that was defined as beautiful. Yeah, right. The little thickies wasn't wasn't real real no, cool back. then. They were then, made yeah. fun of. Exactly, yeah. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And so, when I was like twelve and thirteen, I noticed that, say, there was like a group of five friends that are girls.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe like two of them, you know, were hot. Like consider the hot girls, and then the other three are like mid. And like I said, I'm not, I don't mean to be derogatory, but like back then, you know, every haunt girl I would see at least had like one fat friend.
0: Hmm.
1: Not saying fat ain't beautiful.
0: No, but yeah. back then, Compared, the standards back then were a yeah. lot
1: different. Mm-hmm. And so I would see that trend consistently like through junior high and through high school. So I'm like, dude, these girls like known like to be like having the attention on them, They they were never always nice. So I'm like, do y'all select your inner circle a certain way so the so you can always be looked at as like the alpha female, as that bad bitch, as that, you know, the HBIC, the head bitch in charge?
0: You know what? It's like when I, th- it blows my mind that you say that because for me, it's like I kind of know in some way I'm connecting in that maybe I noticed that and I didn't know how to conceptualize it like you just did perfectly.
1: But, like, dang, maybe I was the fat friend. No,
0: but I think I just like, didn't want know. to be that person. Yeah. Like, I knew that they were going to fit me in the box yeah. of their choosing.
1: Exactly. You know? And if and you didn't, didn't voice it that. out, you'd, you'd be stuck there.
0: No, and yeah, it's like, ultimately, yeah, you choose your friends, right? But, like, do you want to, would you rather choose to be friends that are shitty to you or be friendless and, you know, get by or, like, have one good friend, two good friends, Rather than just like trying to appease the masses, if you will. Doing something like that, like placing someone to hire yourself up and you're kind of like looking down on them, like comparing like, oh, you know, at least like I know that I'm better than this person. It's like an ego, ba- like a, what do they call it?
1: <laughs> ego battle? <or> <laughs> not, like that? not an
0: ego battle, it's like... Um... Egocentric? It kind of feeds the ego, but I don't know. Okay. What the... You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's an ego what you're it's,
1: it's like enabling your ego. Exactly. It's an ego enabler.
0: Yeah, so it just raises so many questions. Yeah. It's just like It's um, like, how do you choose your friends? You know. <laughs> like
1: I'll tell you, I'll be completely honest with you. There was a stretch. Like how in high school?
0: Yeah. No,
1: not in high school. In college,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we uh, <laughs> we so my close group of friends back then was one asian american guy like two latinos and one white fool
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the white fool whenever we'd go to parties in college we'd always be like hey trevor go we'll talk to the cops fool mm. <laughs> <laughs> let them know we came with you all right we're saving the you tone would be too.
0: very different
1: He's like, oh, excuse me, officer. Oh, it's not pushes up his glasses like a nerd and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but at least in that regard, I was toxic in that regard. I willingly chose. You were strategic. I, str- I strategically chose my friends. for That's certain hilarious, ce- though. For certain scenarios, in case it were to happen, I'm ready.
0: Okay. So I'm
1: strapped in that regard. But yeah. that's what. Uh,
0: Let me just rebound this question because I yeah. feel like you can get into it now. What do you think? From your perspective, female or male, toxic behavior. Or if you want to go into the male side, because I Well, I was just gonna say, just
1: to like finish up that point. Yeah. Um, I feel like, regardless, male or female, if you choose your friends so that you can feel higher on a pedestal, mm-hmm. goddamn, your self-esteem is way lower than that goddamn pedestal, man. It's six feet below that pedestal. Praise the Lord. Yes. I'm just like,
0: how? Insecurity 101.
1: How sad are you, fam? Like.
0: <laughs> like, it, dude,
1: It's just... I don't mean to laugh, but it's mind-blowing. I, because I, I guess it's mind-blowing to me because I've been blessed to have a mom that showed me emotional and mental strength at a very young age. Mm-hmm. To show me to be resilient. Mm-hmm. To be like, your mind is a precious thing. You cannot mm-hmm. let anyone fuck with your securities mm-hmm. and your peace of mind.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. That actually mm-hmm. is... Um, a quote that it stuck out to me on uh, Instagram that I saw the other day uh, but
1: dude, Instagram always drops some good gems it, and it always feels good when you when you pass by a good one.
0: yeah, and you're like,
1: oh my God, I will love it. it
0: it was it really hit deep you know? uh, it was the wealthiest <laughs> the... thing to
1: have right now is peace of mind. The wealthiest thing to have now is yep, peace of mind very true that is very true,
0: yeah. Um, and I only say that also because I feel like even to go a little bit deeper into this, like I'm not trying to generalize. At the end of the day, like beauty isn't everything, nor is non-beauty or whatever the yeah. opposite of the lack of. But um, I feel like it definitely, I feel like affects your personality if that's what you focus on, and and when you could be focusing on how to strengthen your inner inner self. Yeah. Right. I feel like a lot of women maybe unfortunately got lost into that whole world of beauty and like trying to be the best and whatnot Um, but at the same time I feel like you lose you do choose to lose that other side of yourself Uh, at one point you just let go of it and it isn't a priority anymore Mm -hmm. and then it's just like they have to compensate for that by having maybe yeah the fat ugly friend that maybe is smart might help them with their homework might give them a hand when they need it but guess what? That's all they are to them. And that's like staying in that situation. Again, like I said, maybe I saw that and I chose not to be a part of it. That's like something personally I feel like is very un, uh, <laughs> unattractive about being friends with women. It's that
1: point right there. Do you think it's also because as a man, you know, as a boy, you know, male, um, We've always been told, you know, you always keep your brother safe. You always have your brother's keeper. You know, you are your brother's keeper and all that. So we're taught about camaraderie in in a variety of ways. Like for me personally, the best way that I learned about it was the first time I ever played organized football was my freshman year of high school. Mm -hmm. And I was like the third string running back. So, you know, I'd get some playing time, but, you know, my specialty was like the kickoff return. Mm-hmm. And so in practice, you know, a football team, you got fat dudes, you got skinny fat guys, you got guys that are fucking athletes. Then you just got some scrawny ass dudes, right? Mm-hmm. So you got friends of all shapes and sizes. So obviously, me being a jokester, I talk shit about everybody. I don't care. I don't no care. one's we safe. Got, like, <laughs> haha, you got pancake for titties, you know, this and that. You know, pancake You got, you got them orangutan titties, you know, just hanging down all crazy. <laughs> You know
0: what the heck, Dude pancake? Shit, right? Yeah, pop jacks. <laughs> I
1: was, I was the shit talker, exactly. I'm like, hey man, every time you run, it sounds like somebody clapping, man. <laughs> Not control the that, good way. All right, control that shit. <laughs> but My mini don't
0: jiggle, jiggle. When it
1: it, it, it folds, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I just let them throw in some comedic. <laughs> but um, so when it came down to it, like when you really think about football, mm-hmm. who's who's blocking you? Five big-ass dudes, it don't matter if they're heavy set. You need them to block for you. Yeah. So you know their value. Mm-hmm. And at least for me, I don't speak about anyone else that was on that team or mm-hmm. the two teams that I was on but in high school, but at least for me, I valued you as a person after that.
0: Mm. Having if, your back on if the field?
1: physically have my back, even if it's a game of football or a fight,
0: mm-hmm. if you're
1: down to have physically have my back and help us Uh, you know succeed our goal Mm -hmm. by helping me advance us in this moment hey dude i'm cool with you outside this football field
0: i couldn't see how not yeah
1: right it's a good point so i i think like for guys it's easier for us to support us or support each other because we're taught at a very young age through sports or through movies Mm -hmm. or through our own older brothers or older cousins if we don't have brothers is you always have your brother's back regardless if it's blood or on the gridiron or on the basketball court. Bros before hoes. Exactly. And so it's <laughs> it's kind of crazy because, like, for a moment, I would choose my friends selectively.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I, still to this day, I select them selectively because, like you said, inner peace is very, very, it's a precious wealth to have. Yeah. And so, peace of mind. Exactly. Peace of mind, I'm always going to have it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm always going to strive and do what I need to have peace of mind. Mm-hmm. And fuck. Where was I going with this? Uh, no, just your male <laughs> experiences.
0: You said that you connected with other dudes on the field. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right? So then other football. Dudes. So other guys. Freshman,
1: hey, yo, what the fuck <laughs> Not like that. But um <laughs> Nah, but uh yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, freshman year of football. That definitely showed me, Hey, you know what, don't judge people by their size because you never know how you're gonna benefit from it.
0: Yeah, their impact will have. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. so
1: from then on, you know, that's when, like, you know, football was really, like, the best, like, experience for me to, like, show that camaraderie exists. With males. To never doubt your brothers. Your brothers will always be there for you, regardless if you talk to them two out of the 12 months or 10 out of the 12 months. Dang. You know, brothers are brothers and they'll show up. And so they know who they are. Um, My brothers are dope, you know. I love my blood brothers and the ones non-related. And it sucks seeing that, you know, some women, they do believe in that and some really don't. They just talk mad shit on each other.
0: At the end of the day, I feel like it does come down to it. It's like friend groups will break down because of that. Yeah. Talking back or behind each other's back or not confronting issues that maybe had been a problem and nobody ever said anything about it, you know, things like that. It just makes me wonder. It's just like women, who do women have? <laughs> they don't have each other. It's like they left the sisters. For the mister's, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, dude, seriously, right? <laughs> yeah, Fuck. race to the
0: finish line. Race to that
1: dick. <laughs> get all dickmatized.
0: You are fucking no, wild, man, bro, dude. So
1: no. all they do is chase the meat.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: march to the beat of it that. It sounds
0: meat. very socially constructed. If you ask me, I feel like it's rigged, fam. What it does? sounds what rigged? Is? This whole male-female thing, because you guys get to actually. Take that experience and say, Oh, I don't want to judge anyone because I know at the end of the day if they have my back, they're my brother.
1: <laughs> dogs stick together, man. We're a pack.
0: Who let the dogs out? Hoy,
1: hoy, <laughs> hoy, hoy, hoy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but then yeah, and it's just like what the heck? So you guys get to have your bros, your wolf pack, if you will. Yeah. Uh, the- <laughs> so,
1: stop please. Uh, One of us. Uh, One of us. Oh, uh, <laughs> Oh, the Wolf of Wall Street chant.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that, that also is one of us, that one, that chant. That yeah. They
1: do.
0: Um, no, but yeah, it's like, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, what do you think? How do women, how would you as a male, seeing it from the outside, maybe don't even judge the gender, how would you give a suggestion to these behaviors? Because I commend men. No, At no least they else, have each other.
1: <laughs> no one else knows how to be a woman, but another woman. Of course. So, like you said, as an outsider looking in,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I would say start from there. Mm-hmm. No one else knows how a period hurts. Mm-hmm. You can put a muscle stimulator on me <laughs> and simulate the pains that you go through, but it's still not the same.
0: Yeah,
1: you know. Well, I mean, so, as like
0: far as friendships and stuff go, though, like
1: as far as what, like oh, friendships
0: like, with women, like women and uh, women being friends to each other.
1: Yeah. So I've seen a good amount of successful or like healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, girl on girl um, <laughs> <laughs> friendships. <laughs> that was an awkward moment to pause. He totally paused <laughs> when he said that. Oops. <laughs> Yo, that was
0: funny dude. But uh, <laughs> <That was> really... <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Girl friendships. But, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: no. I've seen like growing up, like a lot of my friends that are girls that are, mm-hmm. you know that are my homegirls. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. if I didn't meet them in fourth grade, I met them in like seventh grade.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and so. You know we damn near grew up with each other so we've seen everything mm-hmm. and so i've seen all the all the friendships they've had all the relationships they've had and the girls that they're still friends with to this day
0: mm-hmm.
1: are still the same ones that i knew of, of who they were friends From with back then, then when mm-hmm. i met them and so
0: the rider dies
1: exactly but at the same time i've seen numerous female or girl-on-girl friendships you know just fizzle and fade yeah. Whether it be over a guy, mm-hmm. over, Always. I don't know, what what else, what what other things break up uh, like a girl and no, girl friendship? Yeah. Like uh, guys jealousy. and gossip. Yeah, gossip. Dude. Guys fucking and gossip. Gossip girl.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just but gossip and word of mouth and manipulating. It's just
1: wild how no, no. Because well, you want to be the favorite the friend, back, yeah. right?
0: You want to be the favorite friend. So it's like, you have tea? okay. Whoever shares the tea is showing their most loyalty to the Uh, other two. And then the one that's not there is the one getting roasted. It's like, that's how... straight up like Mean Girls. So The ones that wouldn't hang
1: out with Regina George. Boo, you whore.
0: (laughs) Not to get too deep into it, but like, I was the friend that I was kind enough to introduce my friends to other friends. I'd be like, you guys, like, we would all have fun together. And I'd get left out. (laughs) The third wheel. I would third wheel in the friendship because... I connected the two, and then they would kind of like, you know, I mean, you're kind of boring,
1: fool. I ain't going to lie. I'm not boring. I'm, I'm adaptive. I'm kidding,
0: <laughs> I'm special. Oh. <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: Is that what your mom told you?
0: <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but, yeah, no, like, <laughs> all jokes, people. Stupid. <laughs> As he insults me again.
1: Yeah, right. Stupid.
0: Um, no, all jokes, for real. But, yeah, um, <clears throat> so, like, yeah, I'd end up being, like, the third friend, the third wheeled friend. Yeah. And, yeah, like, I just kind of got over that, too. It's just, like, I, I did try and build bridges and stuff, but I did have, like, some really good friends, and, I mean, just a, a little bit, throw like, taking it back, uh, yeah. the last point we made. Um,
1: back it up, Terry.
0: <laughs> back it up, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Um I definitely feel like the toxic traits that I have to deal with are the reasons that I my friends like have either toxic relationships I've been in yeah. or my bad communication and stuff that ends up ruining my friendships. It's like because I just let it be what it is. I'm like, "Oh, they didn't reach out to me. I'm not going to reach out." Like yeah. it, it sounds terrible, but sometimes like the the way I've dealt with things probably wasn't the best when it came to friends. Like and I don't know if it's like the bitter like Oh, I was never accepted or whatever. <laughs> Talking, but yeah.
1: So pretty much like what you're saying is like you've been like analyzing yourself and like seeing like In... what what traits you have to work on, right?
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. So, exactly. So like as of
1: right now, as of September 2022, uh-huh. right on this beautiful Sunday,
0: uh-huh.
1: how much of your of your meter would you say you're toxic? Like out of a hundred percent. You know, out of ten much, or
0: oh hundred? Or like out
1: of ten, yeah. Let's go. Let's do on that. On a scale yeah. of one to ten. On a scale of one to ten, how toxic would you say you're aware of?
0: Aware. Oh yeah,
1: like of the traits you know you need to work on, you know?
0: Yikes. I mean I'm eighty percent aware of what I need to work on. I feel like there's probably some deep, deep stuff that I need to, but there's some bits like especially like I said, the deep big ones that come towards the end are think I think the biggest obstacles. Cause I've gone over the insecurities. I've gone over like, oh, why do I, I why do I feel this way when someone says this to me, or why do I react like this when someone's not answering or not doing this? That's all in the past for me, thank God. Because I used to be a very needy person, and like, yeah, um, it's just like whoever was around, I confided in them. Mm-hmm. But like when it's when it wasn't there, it's just like going out and trying to find like the validation, you know, elsewhere. It was just. It was always, like, a battle within, um... But I've...
1: <laughs> what are you? Yeah. An idiot sandwich. <laughs> idiot sandwich an idiot sandwich what? An idiot sandwich Chef Ramsay. An idiot sandwich. Dude, when life makes you feel like an idiot sandwich, holy shit does it hit, man. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's... it's like, dude, what, what have I been doing this whole time?
0: Exactly. And, like, thankfully, like, I've read some books. I've read a lot of different good books that have helped me identify... You know different toxic things in my life, yeah. And then being self-aware, I think, is probably the strongest, also a str- a really strong um, character to have, characteristic to have. Definitely. Self-awareness is like as soon as you know you're the problem or how you contribute to the problem, um, it's the first step to fixing it. Yeah, obviously. Um, any books I could recommend just off the top of my head? The power oh, yeah, of I now. The power of now. Yes. really good self-awareness book.
1: I still need to get through that one. I'm I'm march, uh, well I will continue to march along on it. I put it down for a little bit, but <laughs> uh that one
0: really helped me be more present because I feel like ta- um I guess trauma's live in the body. So coming back to your body and being uh, feeling that breathing and focusing on your breathing and all that really helped me clear out my thoughts. That that's also a thing too, is so- toxic cycles of thoughts and things that you, loops that you, you uh pe- like perpetrate in your mind yeah that power of now the power of now really digs deep into that root of like negative cycles of thinking and how you are your biggest enemy in that sense and also your biggest savior mm-hmm. in that way
1: whoa, whoa. <laughs> dude that's that is crazy because yeah, hope... <laughs> my drugs drop the mic <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah because kendrick uh, referenced eckhart tolle
1: yeah, that's true. And, yeah. But hold on, people. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take a break, A little pee break, real quick. Okay. Yep. We'll be right back.
0: Pause.
1: So what I would say, my toxic meter today, I would say I'm like, like seventeen percent toxic, and it's not like a in a bad way. Like I'll joke about it. Like mm-hmm. I say, like my coping mechanism is joking. Mm-hmm. so like let's just say like I see my significant other like going through her phone and she laughs at something like oh his your little boyfriend saying something <laughs> like I just say a little stupid shit like that you know yeah. like, just like
0: instigate things stir oh, the pot
1: oh, oh why do you know all of a sudden about the Lakers huh gonna cry. To you? <laughs> you know, you're gonna cry you're gonna cry because someone else taught her you know I see but yeah. um, we talked yeah.
0: about this kind of yeah I'll just say just
1: like dumb little things like that but mm-hmm. I don't Get jealous anymore? Mainly because, couple like you know maybe five six years ago I learned that jealousy is actually an insecurity. Mm. So okay. being someone that guards their ego a lot mm. back then, and I was like, oh well, no, that's a weakness. Can't have that. Mm-hmm. It was a it was it's kind of like an egotistical thing to protect mm-hmm. in a way, or it's derived from that. But it's good in some sense mm-hmm. because. What was I talking about? Fuck. Um, Excuse your highness. What the hell, man? It's because we we took a smoke break and we we just came back from it. Yes,
0: excuse excuse our highness. Jesus.
1: Today, Junior.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. But. um,
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, You were talking about your uh,
1: 17%. Yeah, toxic. So, yeah. Toxic pretty much my joking is just my toxic ways. right it's Like you know if and I, I feel like see... you are
0: joking yeah majority of the time is you're joking and i feel like most people realize that at the end of the day if they really know you they'd know that you were just joking yeah you're like
1: oh oh I <laughs> there's like you an, wish an I was actual as as human him, huh? underneath all of that yeah, the, oh i bet I bet you wish i was as tall as him huh oh, okay i bet
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's the height isn't it are you being height racist or <laughs> how do they say
1: dude now well <laughs> thanks to like tiktok yeah really a lot I know of, a lot They've of height, really stigmatized it That's when like The height discrimination Really became more prevalent Than it was before I feel like
2: Really That's though. when the short
1: kings We had to unite You know what I'm saying Yeah Although it, they do say The average height Is like 5'7 or something like that Or 5'8 Like a man
0: <laughs> I say this Which with I still f-
1: find hard to believe
0: Yeah I, I say this with a full fist Right Gosh damn Those Gen Z's fam Yep Because I feel like They're the ones that have Changed the way That we've totally perceived life
1: and there it's, seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere
0: absolutely not dude every
1: one of them of it's that whole gen.
0: trash if i could blame anyone it's this gosh dang new generation mm-hmm. and man i sound like an old head saying that try but me one. bitch try me though come at me and tell me that you're better <laughs> i will destroy you with words as you say
1: Oh man but, but yeah
0: um so 17 percent Not toxic, you usually joke to cope
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'll just like Just say, you know, just those dumb things Which I feel could equate to like You know, 17% of my content So you'd say
0: you also have kind of Communication things you have to work on
1: Oh, for sure, like I've definitely Improved, but yeah I'm nowhere near where I would like To be as far as a communicator and all that And like my skills to You know, be concise and straight to the point But at the same time Work on the delivery you know, don't make it sound like it's coming from a good place, but I deliver it like an asshole.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: It's, yeah.
1: Sorry. You know.
0: So at the ripe age of 30, Irvin. Yes. Would you, I know you've referenced yourself as a rehabilitated <laughs> city boy. <laughs>
1: Is this true? Yes.
0: And please explain.
1: Uh, yes, yes. I would say I'm a retired and rehabilitated asshole. Um, I used to be a former city boy, but it was only like two C- instances in my life. Define city
0: boy for us really
1: quick. Uh, a fuck boy. <laughs> just doing fuck boy behaviors, you know what I'm saying? Just having no respect for Pro- the grander scheme of things. Just you know what? Because Hats off to you. It's your moment to satisfy whatever need you have, so whatever. no Nothing else matters but satisfying your need.
0: Mm-hmm. Hats off to you sharing that.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Know. I didn't press that. She did. She did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pat's but, on your back. Um, I could say I had two city boy moments in my life. Mm-hmm. And one of them was I cheated on a girlfriend. Oops. Mm-hmm. You know, I was young. I was stupid. And, you know, I had very stupid reasons for trying to justify it. Yeah. Obviously, nothing justifies it. It's uh, the impulsive.
0: It's, impulsivity exactly you know, yeah the it?
1: impulsivity uh-huh mm-hmm. exactly that impulsivity that i had when i was younger so i definitely learned how to keep that in check mm-hmm. um as far as like yeah if we're <clears throat> excuse me if we're going to be committed to someone then we have to be like all in yeah no no distractions nothing like that so mm-hmm. that definitely. you're both investing so exactly but the fact that we didn't um break up after that the fact that we were like well let's let's just keep trying to make it work why 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 burn the whole yard when we can just mend the fence that fence was never mended it was forgiven but it was never forgotten yeah it was always you know just spat back up in my face and so Mm -hmm. long story short i just had enough of that so when i decided to end things it was pretty much like no if anyone's gonna end things it's gonna be me <laughs> well, okay, then do it, please.
0: <laughs> Just can you please Just yeah, hear end it? No, but see, you didn't choose to end it. You were waiting on them to do it, right? Mm, yeah. Because that seemed because easier. Because I felt like I fucked up that bad. Yeah, you didn't I want to be the asshole. That, to I was that surprised man. that it
1: didn't happen that way. I was like, uh, hmm. okay, I guess we'll round two. I guess. Yeah. But Maybe. then my second fuck boy, uh, moment.
0: Our city boy. Our city well. boy
1: moment was, um, we were out with friends and one friend at the time had a girlfriend it's not that I didn't like her she didn't like me but we definitely had you know opposing views a lot of times Uh mainly sports related Uh and so what if I said you can talk shit about to me about anything but the moment you hit my teams oh I see disrespect. I see red over a team exactly and so long story short I would just say some outlandish things about her relationship but through sports terms (laughs) Oh. <laughs> and so she couldn't she uh she just couldn't respond with it because it was just you know quick wait and so with the fact that I would do that constantly constantly constantly
2: mm,
1: that was is just very like, toxic ah you guys don't like each other so it really made us divide in my friend's relationship So I was like oh okay got it yeah I can only keep it cordial with the, the homies like girls or whatever so yeah But other than that, yeah. Mm. I forgot what we were talking about again.
0: Just uh, the city boy moments that you said
1: made you a city boy.
0: But you said you've been rehabilitated now. Because
1: that... So that's another point in my life. Yeah. So the moment when I knew I wasn't a city boy anymore, Mm. I think this was like the New Year's Eve going into like 20... uh, I think it was 2015 Mm -hmm. or going into 2016. One of those. okay. Um, you know, we're just having a good time at a friend's house, mm-hmm. and a friend brings his girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. They've been together for about three years, nothing crazy, um, stable relationship for the most part. Mm-hmm. But I guess they've been like having problems, you know, a couple like weeks beforehand, mm-hmm. uh, New Year's Eve. So they come to the party, and like always, you know, in that group of friends, we got shit faced pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and so. I just remember there was a point where we were playing King's Cup, I believe. And she ends up picking me as her mate to drink for the rest of the game. I was like, uh, what? Hmm. And I showed that displeasure on my face. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, excuse me? Yeah. You know? So then the game goes on, whatever. It's about 20, 30 minutes. And we're laughing, right? And I just say, I just ad-lib some shit just to add to the fire, to add some more comedics to it. And she's like, ha ha ha, whatever, grabs the sides of my, both sides of my face and like pulls me in for a kiss. The, when I tell you <gasps> oh! like within seconds, both of my hands like were Went raised yeah. and grabbed her forearms, like, yo, what Stop. are you doing? Yeah. From that moment on, I felt I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. We're turning a page. Like we're not we're leaving the city boys behind. Like it's let's look at things in the long term. Yeah, how would it picture. affect... Yeah. Like, the ripple the effects. Effect, you know?
0: That is definitely... That's a sign of growth. Yeah. There you go. Look at but you. But yeah, you, you know, just,
1: just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. You know? We'll
0: take it. I would take that as, yeah, definitely, you're not City Boy. As much as people would like to assume or think.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I have a nose piercing. I have tattoos. Your
0: chains and what I got the
1: chains. But th- <laughs> that's just because... I've always worn a cheese since I was a kid yeah I've it's always part of worn like something who you are. around my neck I've mm-hmm. always worn whether it be like the woven wristbands of you know mexico or you know sports elastic bands that are influenced by basketball
2: mm-hmm.
1: I still wore that so yeah with the times like getting tattoos getting piercings like it's different but mm-hmm. it's it's it definitely makes seeing toxic behavior out in public a lot funnier to me because mm-hmm. I'm like I know what road you can go down on, and that's. I hope you don't, because it's like it's wild when you when you see it in like the younger generation. Like,
2: mm.
1: you can just make that bridge. Like, fuck! I remember doing that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Do you have you ever experienced like, or like identified mm-hmm. toxic behavior in person?
0: In person, like with people.
1: Yeah. Like, is it easier for you to identify it because you've yeah. seen your fair share of toxicity? So,
0: yeah, another book which is pretty deep so this is all if you're like interested in psychology and whatnot but uh it's called the primal scream and it was about a there or like a psychologist or psychiatrist i forget no not a psychiatrist psychologist that was uh basically uh, doing a study about how it's healthy to let out screams in order to relieve trauma from the body but they would also explain to the therapist what their story was before Going through this experience and then obviously stating how they felt afterwards, right? Right. And they're really deep stories. And all I can say is those again, those beginning seven years of your life are probably the most affected on your personality to what you will grow up to become. In a way. So you I know like, saying circums- like a seven year old. Psychologically speaking. So you're just like, saying
1: like a seven, eight-year-old is just standing in front of you like psychologically. You understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, are they just standing right there yelling that at you?
0: No, it's just like at seven, like that's when you've experienced all these different emotions and how your parents taught you to like control your emotions and how to respond to things and stuff, situations, how to basically identify and communicate your emotions. If you don't learn that in those beginning seven years, how to do it healthily, no relationship could be good. After that,
1: I can never be healthily. You can't compensate. Can never be healthily for those like you beginning say. years
0: <laughs> in your life if yep. you don't identify at least at right away. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but yeah, like that book definitely taught me that. So when I after I read that book, I was thinking of everyone as like, you know, they have definitely when someone was like, let's say lashing out in public because I was a cashier at one point and I dealt with some random people nice. here so and there, some nutheads, some nutheads, <laughs> nut if you will. And they would just lose their patience. And I would think, you know what? They truly don't know. They're holding on to something that it's not my responsibility to deal with, you know?
1: Like you like to say, they're projecting. They're
0: projecting. That's where my concept of that, derived from that book, kind of how people project their psychological deficiencies on their surroundings and like how we're meant to cope with that. It's just like, how do you deal with that? The most healthy way, right? Because we want peace of mind, right? Yep. The most healthy way Always. is to realize that everyone is going through their own struggles, mm-hmm. and you can't control how other people respond. All you can tr- control is how
1: you respond. Your that part <laughs> never heard your words spoken.
0: Yeah, so that I would say that part exactly,
1: dude. But um,
0: that was my two cents.
1: How do you feel? No, nah, man, there was there were very valuable two cents. Thank you. Um, but how does it make you feel when? <laughs> You can connect with like an artist, like a singer, mm-hmm. with uh, about you know, toxic they're, they're toxic exactly, behaviors. They're human beings. As reminiscent, well, and they go through the same emotions that we do in different ways. Yeah, they communicate on a, it through art. Know, less private stage, so it's like, yeah. Is it crazy, like when you see like one of your favorite singers talk about being toxic and opening it up and all that? Like, mm-hmm. does it just make that bond deeper with you?
0: It resonates because there you, you know they're going through pain and you feel that pain and that's usually the pain that like kind of reminds you like you know what maybe we don't want to go back to
1: that you know it's like that single shrek meme like show me where all the single people are <laughs> and,
0: <gasps> and he's all all screaming
1: like, all crazy it's me it's
0: the me the
1: single heart or it's like where <laughs> all the single people are it's like my heartbroken ass
0: <laughs> and he's all red screaming yeah for real. Shrek. All Let's all go. All
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah um
1: Smoke weed every day. so what happens. Long pauses because we're trying to reel back. Excuse Oops. her highness. Oops. <laughs> Excuse but yeah. Me. So like for example, like uh, Kehlani. Yeah. Not to oh, tease okay. the people, but we're going to have a very special episode next week.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I was but sorry. But Yeah. right?
1: For example, like she straight up has a song called Toxic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so you were talking about how when you have a favorite singer and it resonates with you.
0: Because it reminds you of the pain. Of that toxicity. just put it away. And you just like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. You listen to it, you process it, and then you're like, yes, demon defeated.
1: But remember when she so-called cheated on Kyrie Irving?
0: Yes. Scandal. That was a whole scandal. Because that, that, put, cause uh, that up.
1: straight up made her seem like, god damn, Keilani, you're toxic as hell.
0: Yeah, in the instance you where know? the
1: woman cheated. Exactly.
0: Publicly, and that's like not one that you
1: usually hear. The but movie. then... What was it? Like, they ended up... uh... With Kyrie
0: and uh, Kehlani's situation when they had their breakup. Uh, Looks like in 2018, um, there was an interview with Complex. Uh, It says, Kyrie Irving issued an apology to Kehlani on Friday night, years after the former couple ended their relationship. In a lengthy Instagram post, the Boston Celtics star addressed the rumors that Kehlani's infidelity is what ultimately caused their breakup. Irving insisted that this wasn't the case and claimed that the singer songwriter did nothing wrong she did not cheat or intentionally hurt me she actually did something extremely noble and respectful he wrote but the fact that it's still a lingering narrative is really outdated at this point as i'm hearing about what people are doing to try and intentionally hurt her on my behalf is bullshit um so i thought that was interesting because we had the assumption that she cheated because that's what the media put out there and they really took that on as, like, the leading issue to their breakup. But, in fact, it was, like, this issue of cancel culture, right? It's just, like, they t- they could have been broken up at the time and not publicly stated so, and she had moved on. Maybe that's what made her happy. And so he publicly stated, you know, she did something noble that he he commended her for. That's what I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, that's what makes this. fan bases very passionate but at the same time very dangerous yeah because just like how he said that people are attacking her on his behalf is misperceived literally that means his fan base or people that just are like minded like him Mm -hmm. are going after Keilani like you fucking cheater this and that Mm -hmm. worthless whatever the fuck they were saying yeah so yeah cancel culture for you know if it's used for the good uh, purpose of like exposing someone like a Weinstein or anything like that hey go for it be the best cancel culture you can be.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly. But
1: when it comes to you know trying to cancel someone just because you're a fan and you don't even know the goddamn details, out of spite. And just because <laughs> your your person was offended by this person, you're going to go after their livelihood? Like come on.
0: Exactly. Man.
1: It's a bit it's kind of a punk move.
0: Mhm. Um I feel like cancel culture is like a it's like a collective toxic behavior that people really feed into because they really just believe what's out there on the media. And usually they're just trying to get that click, you know? They want people to read it. And obviously, it's going to sound a certain way if it's, like, some type, type of scandal that's put against you.
1: Especially, like, not to uh, bring it back up, but, you know, yeah. to tie it back in. Mm-hmm. You know, we had our first early exposure at Cancel Culture, you know, with Manti Teo. Exactly. With his little thing, like, once they believed or once Deadspin found out and leaked it that it was a hoax mm-hmm. that Manti never did have the girlfriend everyone turned on him they're like oh he did this for publicity mm-hmm. because he knew it was his last senior season yeah. so he had to get a draft stock just a little bit more up
2: mm-hmm.
1: so he went out he was in on the hoax that's what the whole media was saying Yeah. so everyone was canceling for him and yet he still balled out his senior season and then All of this, like hoopla Mm
2: -hmm. of
1: him, you know, being in on it is happening while the NFL combine is happening, where Mm. he gets to show off his skills as a prospective NFL linebacker.
2: Yeah.
1: His opportunity to be like, I belong, I'm going to showcase it. He couldn't execute it right because of the lingering fact that, fuck, I'm in the middle of a fucking hoax. Yeah. You like, had no idea resumed. what to believe. Exactly, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, Manti, that was like, that was one hell of a cancel culture he had to deal with, and it's it's crazy how you know these people can really be resilient and go through it, surpass it, and become like the most open minded and forgiving people in the world.
0: It really well. It's a sign. You
1: know, if they make it right.
0: Exactly. Because not everyone deals with those situations healthily. Yeah. They go on downward spirals, Mm -hmm. dude. And it depends. Whoever's, like, emotionally capable of dealing with that at the time. He seemed to have a good support system, like, family-wise, like I mentioned before. Yeah, his
1: family ties were real strong.
0: Uh, Although they did go, like you said, it was really sad to see that their family had to kind of deal with it. He did have a really good support system. And who's to say his faith wasn't also a part of his also like forgiving nature i think he really i think he said he went to therapy you know and he talked about forgiveness yeah and that was like a really insightful thing is just like um accepting the fact that like people will twist words and and say things about you regardless of what you've accomplished who you are as a person they just take one thing and it's just all all for nothing you know um
1: just years of academy training wasted. And what did he say?
0: <laughs> he said, "Like, um, like I forgive." How did he bring that up? Do you? I think he was. It was a really so, profound. Yeah, so not to thought. spoil anything,
1: but he was yeah. pretty much saying like how. Like, when, what would you when, take from when it? When all the weight was on him to crush him, he had the support system, like you said, he had his faith. Mm-hmm. And he just had that attitude to be like, I'm going to get through this. Yeah, I'm going to pursue this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be better from this. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, through that journey, like, he learned how to be forg- uh, forgiveful. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Ronaya, like, if you ever hear this, like, I forgive you.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: hope your family's good. And I hope you're good. There's no bad blood. Yeah. And so for me, that definitely hit because you know chartering whenever anyone is chartering into different territory
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're gonna have your critics mm-hmm. and that's when you really learn like yeah you're gonna be dealt with this a lot yeah this comes with the territory of exposing and putting publicizing yourself onto the internet and so
0: yeah or being an NFL star or exactly college football anything. star
1: exactly <laughs> like your privacy is not gonna be as Private much as forever. you thought it was it yeah. you know it's mm-hmm drastically going to change and so yeah for him to you know turn out to be a forgetful person and not hold a grudge Mm. wow it's inspirational you know it definitely makes you want to be a good person yeah
0: Uh, it well it makes you like think about how you deal with people on like a day-to-day basis yeah that too you know it's just like do I really want to put my word in just to feel better about myself or Am I just gonna let this go and let them deal with whatever they're dealing with? Because ultimately, that's what they gotta do. Yeah. But if you're good, peace of mind, fam. The wealthiest thing to have is peace of mind. Correct. Yeah.
1: Best thing out there.
0: The the toxicity in like how we grew up and like how we have friends and everything, the culture around us, it's just everywhere. But I feel like it's just like self awareness. Just to reiterate, so so strongly, like, uh, um a tool mm-hmm. yeah to that healing process
1: do you think it's also a tool of like helping you evolve as a forgiveful person every single day like obviously like you know how to oh. forgive now oh yeah you
0: know? it's, so it's hard like, though
1: yeah like how do you go about it
0: because not to get too deep into it but like there are challenging situations where those those behaviors where you have already dealt with right the, if you're still surrounded or end up being in that same environment for a little bit of time those same feelings start to resurface right so for me it's just like uh right now how i handle like uh what was what was your question sorry uh
1: the question was how how do you see yourself Mm -hmm. evolving as as a person who forgives or who's able to forgive yeah like how'd you go about it
0: so now that like I'm in the situation where I'm tested all the time, I constantly have to remind myself that what I've what I've what we've been talking about is forgiveness. Because yeah. that is a key part of of actually accepting who you are
1: and ending the toxic the toxic cutting, cycle.
0: Yeah, cutting the to- exactly those loops in your mind yeah. that you're constantly going about. Um, but I, I definitely feel that.
1: Yeah, because so. you either have to forgive yourself you have to forgive that person but then you have to forgive yourself as well
0: yeah because you're not perfect exactly part of it is accepting that yeah there's definitely no way you can even expect yourself to be perfect
1: yeah like for me like i used to hold a lot of grudges as a kid
0: yeah
1: uh just because certain circumstances growing up i think we all did yeah
0: oh i i had really unhealthy habits
1: yeah and so that's that i would never go about things Best way possible, just mm-hmm. because I was a hothead and I felt like I was justified to act that way. Uh-huh. But learning how to forgive was a motherfucker for me, mm-hmm. just because I was very prideful. I was always shown to like fight for what is mine, protect mm-hmm. what is mine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just I was very defensive. Mm-hmm. You know, I was taught to be defensive and I was taught to not expect the worst from people, but expect that they are able to be the worst if mm-hmm. they choose right off the bat yeah and so you know I was defensive and I would always you know just be on the lookout Mm -hmm. who's trying to offend me who's trying to offend me who's trying to offend me yeah because you had to kind of basically
0: get through life that way
1: and so like as I saw that that was like not a trait really that you want to portray like show people that you know you're wounded I was like "Ah, okay we got to learn to be diplomats Mm -hmm. about this we got to be diplomatic Mm -hmm. and so as I was evolving and just really seeing it's like dude the the weight off your shoulders when you forgive someone and just forget about it and move on. Oh. Man. It's like getting a kink out of my neck yeah. that's been bothering me for like 10 years.
0: Literal weight off your shoulders.
1: Yeah, and so learning how to forgive like I said was a motherfucker but now you know I know when to pull it out when needed. Yeah. Because not everyone deserves it, but mm-hmm. it comes in it comes in levels. Yeah. There's levels to it.
2: Yeah.
1: And no, certain people you know get a forgiveness from me people some people don't mm-hmm. maybe because i'm stubborn and i believe i don't have to forgive or maybe because legit you I am still have right. to
0: process it maybe Who or knows? It's
1: exactly it's like in transit yeah it's <laughs> Processing. exactly it. downloading
0: i mean um at the end of the day <laughs> i i kind of circled back to like if they knew better they would do, do different choose different right yeah. if we knew better we would Choose, choose differently. Different. Yeah. Ultimately. Like, I feel like we had to go through those things still to go about life the way we do.
1: Oh, yeah. Just like how no one's... I mean, I'm pretty sure I said this earlier, but just how no one's perfect. Mm-hmm. No one's ever fully healed. Yeah. You know, even though you've healed one trauma, there's still way more you got to heal. Mm-hmm. So you're not fully healed all the time. It just says, like, we never know everything. Yeah. Every day we learn something. So can't be closed-minded, fool.
0: I know. Yeah.
1: You know, get over yourself.
0: Get over it. Just think about it you for a second.
1: You know, you ain't the son, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. My son. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. But um, any uh, closing thoughts for uh, the people, Lena, Lena excuse Beth? Excuse me. Lena. Hello, <laughs> leans <laughs> on being a toxic-ass bitch?
0: Uh, well, I mean, I would say this was a, d- a very uh, deep, deeper discussion.
1: It was, yeah. yeah. We definitely uh, dove into our psyche a little bit. Yeah,
0: and um, I'm no psychologist or anything. This is all just yeah, by don't, word of don't mouth. Don't take our advice. Like, yeah.
1: like, literal. we yeah. are not clinical therapists. We are no psychologists. This is just We're to just, give our perspective. Just two stony balonies <laughs> out here talking. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> stony balonies. Stony I like baloney. that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, thank thank you. you. Thank you. Yes. Thank
0: you. No, thank you. That was funny. Um, closing thoughts you know what I will pass that to you because I feel like you definitely have a good perspective on like at least like you recognize that as a, as a at a younger age than most people would expect of how to deal with things emotionally Then you lead on to to give right yeah. I feel like you grew up a lot fa- like faster than you wanted to maybe
1: yeah definitely for sure yeah just because it was, there was a lot of solitude so yeah. I had a lot of time to think mm-hmm. um <laughs> A lot of other things happen, but. I feel like um, you
0: carry more wisdom than you let on sometimes.
1: It'll peek out. Yeah, that's true. It's true. I'm there. very selective with it because yeah. half the time, like I said, I use. You just joke. as my coping jokes. mechanism.
0: If anyone so, knows you, they know. Like, exactly. So it's like. Nothing serious when, ever.
1: When the moment to be serious or to be, you know, wise or, you know, shed some wisdom. Yeah. You know, yep. I'm not saying I'll be number one pick, but, you know, you won't. You won't go wrong with me. Mm -hmm. and so what I would say is for like a closing thought is everyone's going to be toxic half of them are going to do it because they're young and impulsive the Mm -hmm. other half is because they legit just want to make themselves feel better they want to make themselves feel better by making you feel inferior
0: Mm.
1: and you know that's a fucked up way to make friends but some people are out there like that
0: yeah let's, let's offer some solutions I guess top of the head some of these things that we kind of like exposed about toxicity from our perspective yeah i guess if anyone to relate to this would we have anything to say i know that that was a really good one it's like how to majority of people are this or that you said right
1: yeah so i would say for me at least now the way that i identify toxicity like when i see it Mm -hmm. like i can just see it like if someone's possessive Over a person or over a specific object, Uh I'm like, "Mm, okay, we're going to, okay. There's a lot of potential buttons that can be pushed on you Uh and you can just flip at any moment. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't assess people. You shouldn't judge them by the cover. But with my job, you know, being a construction worker and, you know, having different personalities every day, Uh you know, I kind of have to read their demeanors and judge them off of that to see how... You know they how to talk to them, and because an half of these guys, I'm barely, I'm barely meeting.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and so, still getting to know each other, this and that. Excuse me, but once I see someone that's toxic, you know, I'm just straight up. I just say, you know what? If you want to come here in a bad attitude, mm-hmm. that's fine with me. Believe that shit at the door. Yeah, when you're here to work, we're here for eight hours together. Yeah don't be
0: on an ego trip exactly
1: i'm not trying to deal with someone that's so pessimistic like you for eight hours Mm -hmm. so fix your attitude man because it's like i know i do Mm -hmm. i know i'm not your cup of tea either but i feel like i pay attention to what i need to adapt to when i'm around you and i do that part yeah so let's just let's just make it amicable
0: so basically you're saying is that you shouldn't really judge people based off of like the cover right but at the end of the day, you kind of want to make sure that everyone around you is on the same page.
1: Exactly. Be aware you're not you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea exactly. just like how people yeah. aren't going to be yours. Yeah. And at that point, just build a bridge as far as like, you know what? I respect you as a human being. Mm-hmm. I hope you do the same. Other than that, cool. That's all I need. Yeah. I, we both know we're not going to be friends. We're not going to be the best of friends.
0: Yeah.
1: We're here to do a common goal let's get right through it amicably Mm. move on with our lives. yeah stuff like that
0: Um, and then for me I would probably say my like main point is probably like choose choose yourself right
1: you're in your peace yeah choose yourself
0: first um, and in that sense that like yes if you don't want to be like everyone else you don't have to be be who you are if you don't fit around certain people trust me later in life if you just focus on school later down the road your qualities will benefit like so many people and you will have friends that will relate to you later Mm -hmm. in life that part really good friends right but i think that we value too much of being accepted by others when we don't deal with accepting Mm ourselves. so i definitely say choose yourself accept yourself you know, love yourself as cheesy as that sounds. Dirties. Those are like Yeah. Um yeah, but that's just like I feel like you 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 gain so much more insight on who you are when when you're older, you know.
1: So you're pretty much saying like the people gotta love themselves, huh? Yeah, like, pretty much. <laughs> and if you think oh, that uh um, <laughs> Still holding on. I think that you should go and love yourself.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's a bop. J- Jay Biebs.
1: a very bop. Jay Biebs. Jay Biebs with it. Me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. People learn to forgive, man. It's, forgive uh, and accept. Some guys, you know, you might think of it as like, you know, a beta move, but man, mm-hmm. just forgive and legit forget. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. Forgive and legit forget because... You forgive and hold the grudge, you never forgave.
0: Yeah. You're just
1: gonna keep on holding the double the weight. Exactly. So yeah, man. Just forgive people.
0: I think a full circle is like once you heal, the day to day becomes easier. You, Your... know? you start you let go of so much and then you learn how to let go of it at that time. Yes, and that ma'am. spot in the healthiest way that you can, and peace of mind is like the ultimate goal. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, no other <laughs> words need be said. <laughs> yeah, not to clap my cheeks. <laughs> not to clap my, my own cheeks. cheeks. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: But in all honesty, mm-hmm. don't forget to always check out the Instagram. Yes. Excuse our highness pod. Mm-hmm. Every Wednesday, you guys can always count with a brand new episode That's to give right. you guys a little little extra kink on your hump day. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> and with that being said uh, we appreciate you guys again thank you guys for listening we see you all as usual if you guys have any suggestions any comments, questions please hit us up in the DMs on Instagram Um, you guys know where to find us Uh, thank you guys again and we'll see you next time
1: Woo! drink your water
0: stay hydrated
1: (laughs) drink your water
0: Smoke your weed, drink your water, smoke your weed, drink your water. Smoke weed
1: every
2: day.